turn your cell phone off. Put it on silent because we're trying to find time for our side hustle. Today we're we no, are hey, we're actually recording. <laughs> no, oh, you just messed up my intro. Oh, sorry. Hey, episode twenty nine, not for time, coming to you live from Park City, Utah. With more enthusiasm than that, man. Come on. Welcome to New York City. It's Saturday night. We are not in New York City. How are this we live? live? No one's actually <laughs> listening to it right now. Um, you know we should do it. It's too late. Do a Facebook Live, but it's all right. Um, stop and let's do it. We're talking about. We can't stop recording. We're, we got the ball rolling. We're talking about finding time for your side hustle. Um, it's something that you know I, I hear it a lot. I don't have enough time for this. I don't have enough time. Ryan, how many times do you hear that a day? I hear that a lot. I hear uh, I don't have enough time. Um, I had to hurry up and get in the gym and then go do everything else. And uh, I think with the direction that we wanted to take the podcast, I thought you and I thought that this would be a great topic to discuss about just how to manage your time a little bit more, yeah. what you need to kind of focus on. Hopefully you take some of our helpful tips tips, and we, we go from there. Um, my first tip, and I'm sure everybody has always heard this one, but I remember my dad used to say it to me all the time. There are 24 hours in the day, son. If it just depends on how you are going to use them. I like that. So it's the same 24 hours that I get, that Cameron gets, that, that my dad gets, that everybody else gets. And it's up to you on how you parse out your time and use them correctly. So time management is important. So as Cameron and I were writing our notes, we don't have a big whiteboard. We have this little tiny, tiny double tree hotel. <laughs> I mean, it's pretty, it's, that's probably about the size of a playing card, like a yeah, deck of it's, cards. it's pretty crazy, but I, it gets the job done. It does, right? <clears throat> but the first thing I wrote down, and as Cameron was making fun of me, in today's world, we are glued to our technology, and we need to schedule digital silence. Um, you know, think about it this way. I'll, I'll equate that digital silence on the floor when we're working out. There mm-hmm. are people, and I'm not, I'm not mad at you, but, you know, it's, you're always on your phone. You personally should take that phone. You should leave it in your bag. You should come in and do a one-hour class. It will not yeah. only um, – obviously, you will focus on your workout, but it will help re-energize uh, you. And then when you get to that phone, yeah, you might have mm-hmm. 5, 10, maybe 15 emails to answer. But it will allow you to kind of decompress from looking at that phone and being worried about it to then going and tackling those jobs or situations you have to deal with once you're done with the with the class yeah i think that's a good point like you have to have you time if you're constantly interjecting you know you do like 10 minutes of your time and you run over to your phone and then somebody else is taking your time with a message or a text or an email or something like that um you're not really getting quality time with yourself and uh, one thing that i saw on social media the other day which was kind of cool and ironic i guess because i was on social media scrolling through it is scroll free sundays where like on sundays don't even open your instagram or your facebook try not to scroll through that stuff because it's a lot of input, and sometimes it's negative, and it just—it's a big time waster, and that's a—that's a huge thing. So, digital silence. I think that's a—that's a yeah. Big I, I can tell you. I know for for me, um, Friday, Saturday, Sunday of last week, um, and even on Monday, with getting everything ready to open the new spot and whatnot, um, it was nice. I didn't even know I was doing digital silence, and I would have my phone in my my pocket. Yeah, I've heard, I heard and then I think I'm like, yo, I haven't even looked at social media. Social media at all? What's going on? And uh, so it was. It felt good uh, to not have to to be glued to that phone the whole time. Yeah, it definitely does. And then and you don't realize how freeing that can be until you, like you said, you go back to it. You're like, oh my gosh, I haven't checked this all day. This feels great. Yeah. Um, another thing too is is procrastination, and it sounds simple, but 
like stop putting shit off that you have to get done. Um, procrastination in America is a huge problem. 20% of Americans identify as chronic procrastinators. How many times have you sat down on the couch and said, ah, I'll make dinner in a little bit. And then a little bit passes and a long time passes. And the next thing you know, you're pulling into Chick-fil-A to get a shitty chicken sandwich. You don't yeah. talk about Chick-fil-A that way. I'm sorry. You're right. That's, that's kind of sacrilege right there. I love yeah. That. Um, everybody procrastinates, right? Yeah. Um, you know, one of, uh, I told everybody now that we have this big coffee bar, one of my biggest pet peeves, even at home is mm. a dirty counter, right? Um, take five minutes and clean the counter, put your stuff away, put your markers where they go. Kids put your, uh, dad, make sure you clean out your dishes and put your dishes away. It's, it's the simple things that when you come down, you feel better not to where you are so overwhelmed on, man, I just, I mismanaged that time. Yeah. Um, so that goes obviously for the gym in a sense of, Hey, you know, class starts right at 5.00 AM. If you know, you're always button up at that 5.00 AM mark, just turn your, turn your alarm on five minutes earlier. Mm-hmm. Right. I'm, I promise you that five minutes isn't that big of a deal. No, it's not going to make that big of a deal. Um, you know, uh, try not to procrastinate. If you're somebody who said, Hey, I want to get double wonders and you know, a year later, like, man, I just can't get them. Go back and look at your your uh your year did you actually take the time to work on those double unders did you take the five minutes before class five minutes after class did you talk to coaches about groundwork did you just talk to coaches about tips um i'll use andy smith as my example um little andy as we like to call him he uh he asked me um after what was it 18.3 which was the handstand walk or 18.4 uh he's like dude how do i get better at handstand walk I was like, dude, in all honesty, it's pretty simple. Practice. Practice. Five minutes before class, five minutes after. Um, I would bet that the majority of our gym has more shoulder strength than they believe because of the amount of strict handstand push-ups that that we program. Mm -hmm. Um, It's just practice, right? Um, Right? So uh, don't procrastinate. If you want to get better at something, don't procrastinate and put it on the side burner. Once again, I'll say it. Everybody has the same 24 hours. You need to figure out how you're going to manage that time. Absolutely. So, um, yeah, that's funny because procrastination happens across the board. It does. It really does. Right? Um, Think about when you used to do projects or school homework. Oh, and I'd be like, no, I'm not Sunday doing that. night rolls yeah. around. You, you got like, a test. Oh, I got to study for 12 yeah, hours, exactly. right? So, exactly. Can you think of a uh, situation that you procrastinated in the past past week? Yeah, you know, with work, I don't want to hear about your weird bumble procrastination. No, stuff. no, no bumble procrastination. No, I think with work, <laughs> it's it's not a big thing. It's a, it's the little things, right? It's the, oh, I see an email come through. I'll get to it in a minute. I'll get to it in a minute. I'll get to it. And the next thing you know, at the end of the day, I've got six emails to reply to, and I can't keep my thoughts organized. Right. So I have like this this rule kind of that I want to try to re-implement in this new space. Well, now that we're settled in, is if it's going to take you less than two minutes to do it. Just do it. Just do it. Just get it out of the way. Get it off your plate. Put a finger in the air. Hold on one second. I just need two minutes to finish this email. I'll be right with you. When you put that finger in the air, are you testing like the wind? I'm licking my finger and putting my finger up in the air. No, it's the middle finger. I'm putting it in the air. Whoa, this is a G-rated no, podcast. What the F podcast. are you thinking? This is a family podcast. What a douche. Um, <laughs> can't say that. I can't? Um, so yeah. The, Don't they put the E's on all of our things? We, they do, actually. Right. We, we are explicit on iTunes. So. All right. So talking about time management and our podcast real quick on that, mm-hmm. um, we brought our our equipment here to do this podcast, and that was part of our time management while we were here. 
the conference doesn't begin or the seminar doesn't start until uh, 1 o'clock here, which is 3 o'clock back at home. So when we got the agenda, it was simple for us to sit there and say, let's just bring out our small little unit mm-hmm. and we'll do the podcast here. So once again, we we managed our time to be able to provide for the community yeah, the best the podcast best that they'll ever podcast, hear. Period. All right. <laughs> um, another good thing about time management and just being able to to um, kind of address on how you want to tackle things is is break big projects into tiny tasks. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, you want to elaborate kind of how we did that for the gym? Yeah. So when we look at it on the on the exterior, it's like, holy crap, we have to move a gym. We have to open a new location. Um, and that that right there just gives me the chills because it is such a big and daunting task. But when you go inside the doors and you walk around and you say, oh, okay, we have to lay hardwood floor or, oh, we have to build a countertop. Oh, we have to lay up the tile. All this stuff, it can be broken down into smaller uh, incremental task that at the end of the day, at the end of the month or the year, however long you've been working, it's going to pay off huge. It's going to be done. The project's going to be done because you focus on the miniature task because if you focus on that big task, it can be overwhelming and it just might force you to procrastinate or put it off, but focus on those smaller things. Yeah. I, I mean, so your, your example is about how we move the gym. My example will be how we program, right? So, um, big project, I want to get a heavier deadlift. So what did we do today? We had a three rep max deadlift and we were going to go through a lifting cycle and those little right tasks of hitting your percentages correctly mm-hmm. and not changing your percentages because you think it's light, Leo. Yeah, exactly. Um, will help for that bigger picture, that bigger project that you're looking for, for yeah. that bigger bench press, that bigger squat, that bigger deadlift or whatever cycle we're going through. Um, those are those little chip away tasks that in my mind – if you do it that way, mm-hmm. you will see the bigger picture at the end of a cycle. It's like kind of carving a sculpture, man. So chip away. Well, if are you carving my sculpture? I'm not, you're not a sculpture. Don't compare yourself to a, a sculpture. <laughs> Don't. <laughs> we we're derailing this podcast. Don't you, do it. Uh, <laughs> All right, quick time management. What do we got? What do we got? So we talked about breaking those big projects into tiny tasks. Um, this one's kind of silly, but I, I read more into it and it makes a lot of sense. Um, how about schedule a workcation? I don't know if I agree with this. I kind of like it, man. Like, all right, um, so let's say you've got a big, pro- I'll let you explain this. Well, I, I don't think I understand why you think you need a scheduled workcation. All right. So here's what a workcation <laughs> is. Let's say you have a deadline coming up and it's coming in hot. Um, what deadline would that be? Let's Give me, say, let's use a gym example. Um, deadline for the gym. Let's say that plank wall that we have that you want us to build okay yeah, joel and i right big project i don't want joel i want joel to build it i, I can want i want to get my hands on that thing though i think i got pretty handy I'm, he, you know he, i whittle wood right he whittles one shitty egg and now hey, he's a woodworker you watch it man. all right you're derailing um so basically you would i would sit down with joel and say hey look this project ryan wants it done by the time he gets back which is what you said may 11th may 11th that's the deadline Joel, hey, come in. Let's do a Friday. Or actually, you know what? Let's do a Saturday. Joel and I will come in. We'll hammer it out. We'll work for six to eight hours on a Saturday and get the job done. That's our little workcation. Okay. Yeah. I guess it's just actually work. It's just work. Yeah. So in my mind, when we write schedule workcation is you're, you're taking some time off before you have a big project to do. So you come in a little bit more fresh, Ooh, a little bit more. Um, I like that too. Uh 
more focused, you know how you want to attack the project, right? Mm -hmm. So for instance, um, so we're here in Utah uh, on Sunday. I go down to Mexico. Cameron goes back to the gym. I would call that a workcation for me um, just for the mere fact to get away mm -hmm. um, because the next big thing that we're going to tackle is making sure that coffee bar, cafe area, whatever you want to call it, is up to speed and up to par for not only of my expectations but what the members expect. Right. Uh, uh, expect, right? So um, – that's that's a big project that's coming down the pipe, mm -hmm. and uh, we want to do it correctly, and we want to make sure that we are providing the things that we, quote unquote, promised our community. So, um, while I'm down there, I'll be sitting there and going through coffee makers and slushy makers yeah. and dishwashers and menus and stuff like that to really hunt out when I get back to hammer that out. So that's how I see this. This workcation. Well, yeah, I guess it's, there's two two sides to that too. Yeah, I like that. Well, there's two sides, but there's the wrong side, which is yours, and yeah, the right like, side, which is mine. I like, the, I like my side. I like my side better. So, um, you know, another one that we talked about is kind of acting. You know, acting like uh, what is your you can't read my handwriting? Hold on a second. Let me. I, we wrote it. Act like you're at work, even when you're not. Okay. Dress the part, man. Dress the part. So even so, I'll use. I'll use Travis as my example. Travis works from home. Um, he deals with a lot of IT um, issues, and I believe his company, where he works, they are—I <laughs> almost fell out of the chair. They are—they uh, are all over in Europe or something. So the time zone is different. Right. So um, you know, I don't know what Travis wears at home. I'm sure it's underwear and a white beater with nacho cheese all over it. But at the end of the day. Um, He's focused. He has his office, and that's yeah. how he gets his job done. Um, for me and you, we wear nice Lululemon pants and a Lululemon shirt, and everybody's like, "Oh, you know, you're always in your sweatpants." No, this is our work attire. This is, you know, to me, what I'm wearing right now is what uh, PJ would wear if he's going into the office and has to wear slacks and a button down. Um, even if you're not there, I think wearing your uniform quote-unquote uniform or whatever that is right gives you that mentality to manage hey i'm still going to attack my day even if i'm not in the office exactly. i'm still going to attack the day even if i'm not going to the gym and have to do x y and z even if it's travis wearing nacho stained wife beaters yeah, um socks with the holes in yeah there. right <laughs> he is still focused on whatever task that he has and yeah. i know i'm giving him a hard time but he does his job well and I'm sure he's not sitting there nacho-stained. Yeah, and I think it's important, too, to remember that the way you dress, whether you realize it or not, affects your self-perception. So if you try to sit at home and you're working on your side hustle or you're trying to get your job done at home and you're sitting around in your sweatpants and stuff, it's going to reflect poorly on your performance. Um, same goes for when you're – this is kind of like a little little bonus information here, tidbit. When you're on the phone with somebody – Bonus? Bonus tidbit, yeah. When you're on okay. the phone with somebody, stand up. Don't lay down in bed because that comes across in your voice whether you realize it or not. Can you tell the difference? I'm actually standing up right now. Why did you make your voice <laughs> like that? What but is wrong with but you? But truthfully, stand up when you're on the phone with somebody because they can tell if you lay down and you start to get that lazy, relaxed voice and it kind of turns soothing like you're talking to your lady or man. I don't know. <laughs> oh, my <laughs> word. Our, I think the thin air is messing with you. I'm head. really dizzy right now, actually. So... Um, Another one that we think is, is a good way to look at it is create better accountability. I think that yeah. accountability goes across the board. That goes with your work. That goes with 
hell, being held accountable. I can tell you the people I hang out with probably hate me the most on being held accountable when you say, I will be there by 5 p.m. Mm-hmm. Um, the McKendricks hate me when I tell them that, hey, we're meeting at 5 and I get the text, hey, uh, we're running a little late. Oh, oh yeah. Um, but that also goes to the gym, too. Accountability. You know, um, the coaches hold you accountable. You've asked us to hold you accountable. Um, we're going to hold you accountable. I, I, can, I know I used CG as an example the other day. I'll use her again. She asked me to hold her accountable. Obviously, I'm out of town. She came up to me right before I left. And she's like, hey, I'm not going to be able to make the 7 a.m. because I have um, – something going on at work, uh, most likely going to be in the evening. Mm-hmm. I said, I don't really care when you come, but your ass owes me three classes this week. Yeah. And she gave me the look, and here's my holding you accountable, CG. So let's I see like what that. you're going to do from there. Um, like yeah, accountability is a huge thing, right? And in CrossFit world, I think we all try to hold each other accountable, and I think our community does a really, really good job of doing that. Um, and if you need an accountability buddy, don't ask Cameron, um, but no, you I can, can ask you. me, and I can be more than happy to help you out there on that aspect. Yeah, yeah, probably best to ask Ryan, though, because I'm terrible at that. <laughs> I'll forget. Like, I was supposed to text somebody there. Um, so, yeah, we talked about accountability, buddy, um, and that's going to help you from, uh, from falling off that wagon. Um, you know, I, I'll use an example from classes, too. We got Dan, Aaron, uh, Gabriella. They all go for runs at the, at the end of the 5 o'clock class now. They're all out there. Um, we're pretty close to that little trail in the woods now, so they'll go out and run, um, come back in, and that's really good. They push each other. They kind of hold each other accountable. If one person doesn't want to do it, the other two are usually uh, the first ones to push them to go out there and finish that run and get a nice little extra workout in at the end of class. Kind of feel bad about it. Yeah, exactly. Try yeah. to guilt them into it. Um, here's another one, too. This is We live in a society of kind of a lot of people pleasers out there. Uh, say no more. Say no. I, I told Ryan a while back, like, if something comes up and I can't answer with the phrase, hell yeah, I want to do that, I'll more than likely say no. Because if I'm not enthusiastic about a project or a task, other, you know, aside from work, obviously I have to get my work done. But if somebody wants me to take on extra responsibilities or anything like that and I don't want to do it, I'm going to say no. I like that. It's freeing. It's very rewarding. I don't know if I like that statement. Mm, sorry. <laughs> No, no, hell no. No, I think that's good. I think that if you're not, um, if you're not going to give it your hundred percent, then then you shouldn't be doing it mm-hmm. at all. <clears throat> um, you know, there's a there's a podcast out there that I listened to, and one of the guys uh, was using an example as saying, "How many times have you heard a coach say, i 'I'm really passionate about this, and I'm going to run with it'.'" So. Um, and I thought about that. I'm like, man, you know, I, I definitely could go in the past and, and think about that. And then when you think about it, how many times did they actually run with it? And the answer is normally none, right? Yeah. Um, that's that, that goes to accountability. That goes with being passionate. That goes with can they manage their time. So think about that, too. When, you, when you're saying no, um, are you saying no because – you don't want to do it. Are you saying no that you don't think you can manage the time for it? You don't um, have the accountability to get it done. Yeah. Other other ways to kind of sit there and kind of figure out why you're saying no. Um, so, yeah, this one, this next one is really good. Um, stop studying and start hustling. Um, I, I think we also kind of have this mentality now where a lot of self-help books are out there and everybody's so quick to share it. Hell, I share it in my Instagram story. I know when I pick up a book. The first thing I do is take a photo of it to let people know I'm reading it. 
That's the first thing you got to do. Got You got to get that that Facebook, Instagram. Got to get that ego stroke a little bit. But Dude, no, are you gonna take a picture of me doing push-ups here in a minute? I'm actually going to. I have to. Okay. Um, so yeah, put the books down. I mean, you can learn a lot through books, but sitting and reading a book versus getting out there and doing the uh, the task that is going to be the thing that goes that definitely takes you to that next level. Um, it's going to be the thing that pushes you forward. Um, you can read so many books, you can go through and do so many things, but at the end of the day, you got to take action, right? You got to take that action. I'll be the first one to tell you guys that uh, I'm not the book smart type person. I, I like the experience better, um, and I feel like you learn more about that. I also think that during that experience, you figure out pretty quickly on how to use your time correctly. Um, you know, you're not going to be able to manage your time if you don't know, you know, how long something might take or yeah. what type of the project that you're looking at or even on a workout basis. All right. When I program, I have to manage the time of each hour so the coaches know how to right. go forward with that class. That's why I set certain time caps. So I'll research. Okay. Uh, Cameron's Fran time is two minutes. All right. So Sweet. that's, that's a, is that, is that it? Not two fourteen or something. Two fourteen. Uh, whatever. Way to go, douche. Hey, it's second the time, second I said time that. you said that, sir. There will not be a third. Um, but no, I'll look at like um, an elite athlete's score, mm -hmm. and then I will manage the time cap from there in a sense of do I need to add time? What are the movements that we're going from? And that's just how I'll program. So I'm managing my time that way so I can manage the gym's time yeah. as class flow together, right? And I know I have aggressive time caps. That's all for a reason as well, too. Oh, yeah. So, it, it forces people to push. I mean, if you give them too much of a time cap, they're like, oh, I still have seven minutes to do this. I'll just chill for a bit. Travis. Yeah. Well, he, he's, he's so famous for asking me, hey, just let, let, let the clock keep running. I'll finish it. Okay. All right. You go okay. My, my hour is up. Yeah, I am clocking out. <laughs> so um, I think that's good. Uh, yeah. Another one that you have down here is, is try to find a real-world mentor. Yeah. Um, you know, someone that you look up to that's able to help um, ask questions to, bounce people off, uh, bounce ideas off of them. Um, I think that's important. Obviously, I, I wouldn't suggest going and spending $1,000. Yeah, you know, try to find somebody with no strings attached. A lot of times these self-help gurus are like, yeah, if you come to my weekend seminar in Sedona, Arizona for $3,000. Arizona. Uh, for $3,000, I'll change your life. But, hey, I could change your life for like 20 bucks and a coffee. Who? Me. You? Yeah, you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Not you. No, me. me. <laughs> All right, so what's your question of the day, man? My question of the day yes. is, are you moving to Salt Lake City, Utah anytime soon? No, the air up here is really thin. Um, I mean, it's beautiful, don't get me wrong, but I love Virginia. My heart's in Virginia. Yeah? Yeah. All right. What about you? Are you moving to Utah? <laughs> no, no, I'm not moving to Utah anytime soon. So, I know this has been an <clears throat> interesting cup. Transition for our podcast. I know it's yeah. less CrossFit, more um, life coach. Mm -hmm. I don't know if I like I love that. I love it. I don't know if I like that word. So maybe we can think of something differently. Um, but uh, yeah, I know. Uh, I hope people are liking this one, and that's the direction we're going to try to go. But we're still going to talk about CrossFit too. Yeah, and if you are liking it, let us know with feedback. Uh, leave us a review on iTunes. That's the first time I've ever asked for that. 
We can do an iTunes review. Leave us a review on iTunes. Five stars if you like it. And if you have any feedback for us, let us know. If you don't like it, I would appreciate it if you didn't put any stars in. Just keep your mouth shut. Keep your mouth shut. (laughs) (laughs) No. The the one person I don't need a review from is Kevin Mackey. Gosh. You know, he's going to, you know. Hey, Kevin loves us. No, I'm just kidding. I love Kevin, too. (laughs) Um, All right, guys and gals. Other than that, um, I hope all is well. Murph is coming up. Mm -hmm. Make sure that you sign up so we know exactly how many people are coming. It will be a big outing for us. Yeah, it's going to be a lot of fun. All right. Do you have a coaching tip of the week? We're out coaching of tip of the week. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Figure out what your worst machine is. Okay. You'll know why on Thursday. Ah, is this going into crickets? Okay. Mine is going along the same lines. Just breathe. Just breathe. Is that a song? I don't know. That's a wrap. We got meetings. Peace.